The title of my homily this Christmas is Sinitis and How to Get Rid of It. When you have a chronic or serious illness, and you know you have a chronic or serious illness, you normally become very interested in it, which is not a bad thing. It's actually a very good thing. And you become especially interested in how to cure it, if there is indeed a cure available. Some of you know, I'm sure, where I'm going with this. Prior to December 23rd, 2010, for example, I had no special interest in Parkinson's disease. That was something out there, so to speak. It was something Michael J. Fox had. It was something that some of my friends and parishioners had. I knew that researchers were working very hard to find a cure. And I prayed for those researchers, at least for all those who were doing and are doing morally acceptable research. And I prayed for all those afflicted with the disease. But I didn't feel any urgency or compulsion to learn more about it and the treatments that are available to it until two days before Christmas in 2010 when the neurologist told me that I had it. Then all of a sudden, I got very interested in it. It became a top priority, such that now rare is the day when I don't go to Google News and plug in Parkinson's disease just to see what's going on out there in the world of research. I want to know if there's a cure, I want to know when there's a cure, and I want to know how to get it. And I want to get it as soon as it becomes available. And I usually every day ask the Lord in prayer to grant me a physical healing if it's his will, just in case he wants to take the direct route in making me well. A cure or a healing either is fine with me, I am certainly not fussy. Now some people have chronic or serious illnesses, but they are not at all interested in them. That's usually because they don't know they have them. You know, I now realize that I had Parkinson's long before I was ever diagnosed. Since I've learned what the symptoms of the disease are, I realize I had some of the minor ones as long as a decade ago. Thank you for sharing all of this with us, Father Ray, but what does this have to do with Christmas? Actually, quite a bit. You might be in perfect physical health right now. I hope and I pray you are. You might have just a few of those aches and pains that everybody gets with middle age. You can't avoid them. Or you might have a chronic or serious illness like yours truly. It really doesn't matter. Spiritually speaking, we're all the same. Spiritually, we are all afflicted with the same disorder. If you want to make it sound like a medical condition, you might choose to call it sinitis. It's not a physical disease, it's a spiritual disorder, a sickness of the soul that we've all caught from Adam and Eve. It is highly contagious, comes with human nature. Simply stated, it's the condition of being a sinner who sins every day. Some people, unfortunately, don't know they have this disease. Like, I didn't know I had Parkinson's for many years. Others don't want to know they have it. And some, sad to say, don't care that they have it. But that does not change the fact that they do. 
It's a universal condition. And since it's sin, really, that messes up our lives, if we really think about it, that's what messes it up. Our life is sin. The anger, the greed, the lust, the selfishness, the unforgiveness, the materialism. Since that's the case, we should all be extremely interested in finding the cure. And there is a cure available. See, that's the good news. But the cure, the antidote to this sickness, does not come from a purely human source. Because it can't. You cannot cure yourself of sinitis, even if you're a medical doctor and a good one. And we have some good ones here, I know, this evening. You can't cure yourself of this spiritual sickness, even if you're a priest, because you're not God and I'm not God. Only God can do it. Only he can cure it. Only he can provide the antidote to this ailment. And he has done that, praise God, through his divine son, Jesus Christ, born for us on Christmas Day. That's what this feast is all about. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. As the angel said to Joseph, we heard this a few moments ago, your wife Mary will bear a son and you are to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. He came to do for us what we could never, ever, ever possibly do for ourselves. Our new Holy Father, Pope Francis, is making big headlines lately. Praise God for him. He described our human situation perfectly when he wrote these words in his recent apostolic exhortation. He said, The salvation which God offers us is the work of His mercy. No human efforts, no matter how good they may be, can enable us to merit such a gift. The name Jesus literally means Savior. It doesn't mean teacher, doesn't mean guru, doesn't mean philosopher, doesn't mean all-around nice guy. His name signifies what he was first and foremost, the one who saves us from our sins. If we let him, and that's really the key to the whole process. In Titus chapter 2 it says, the grace of God has appeared saving all. Thank God. Saving all. That means there is no other work that needs to be done to save a person. Even the worst sinner on planet Earth from his sins and from the eternal consequences of those sins. By his passion, by his death, by his resurrection, Jesus has stored up enough antidote for everybody. But we don't actually experience eternal salvation unless we first access and then take the antidote, the cure, and then keep taking it as often as we need it. You know, someday, God willing, there will be a cure for Parkinson's disease. But that cure will not do yours truly any good whatsoever if I don't go to the doctor and get it. And then take it. And then take it as often as necessary. Well, as Catholics, Jesus has given us the means to access and receive from him the cure for sinitis. He's given us that in the sacraments. First, baptism, and then after baptism, confession. 
Some of you here at this Mass have probably not been to confession in years. That's not a record, I'll bet, because I had one guy about 20 years ago came in after 70 years. Praise God that he did. I encourage you, if you haven't been, to consider going. You know, if you had a physical illness that was serious and a knowledgeable doctor came to you and said, look, here's how you get cured, you probably follow that doctor's advice immediately. I know I sure would. All the more should we be concerned with our souls and their health, because our souls are going to long outlast these bodies that we have. If you've been away from the sacrament for a long time, don't worry, go. The priest will help you. And if he doesn't, say bye-bye and go find another priest. <laughs> there are still plenty of us around, believe me. The powerful effect of confession was illustrated beautifully for me just last Thursday night after our youth group. One of the teenagers who was there that night said to me after the group was over, said, Father Ray, I've got a good idea. I'll trade you my sins right now for your absolution. That was a very creative way to ask to go to confession. I said to her, sounds like a good deal. And it was for her, because her sinitis was cured instantaneously. Let me give the last word tonight to our new Holy Father, who, incidentally, when he was asked to describe himself at the beginning of his papacy, answered the interviewer by saying, I am a sinner. Remember that? Pope Francis knows he has sinitis, but he also knows how to access the cure. And he does, often. That's why he's always smiling. Have you ever seen him not smiling? I never have. Let me leave you with something he said a couple of months ago in a talk he gave at St. Peter's Square. It's very appropriate for Christmas. Francis said, Jesus is all mercy. Jesus is all love. He is God made man. That's Christmas. Each of us, each one of us, is that little lost lamb, that coin that was mislaid. Each one of us is that son who has squandered his freedom on false idols, illusions of happiness, and has lost everything. But God does not forget us. The Father never abandons us. He is a patient Father, always waiting for us. He respects our freedom but he remains faithful forever. And when we come back to him, he welcomes us like children into his house, for he never ceases, not for one instant, to wait for us with love. And his heart rejoices over every child who returns. He is celebrating because he is joy. God has this joy when one of us sinners goes to him and asks his forgiveness. May Almighty God give us all the grace at this Mass to follow Pope Francis's advice and get rid of our sinitis. <laughs>